ignite your passion for God and for His work. Listen to Bishop Edwin Morgan Ogo, the resident pastor of the Lighthouse Chapel International, Oyibi Cathedral. He comes your way on this podcast with the creative force of God's Word. Bishop Ogo also pastors the Flaming Fire Service, a vibrant youth service with energetic young people who are ablaze for the Lord. He is also the evangelist of the Greater Love Gospel Crusade, a unique outreach program that ministers the soul-saving love of Jesus Christ to a hurting world through music, dance, and the life-giving Word of God. Now, listen to Bishop Edwin Ogo. Celebrate the Lord with me this evening. Give the Lord a shout of praise. That shout was very weak. We are in the house of God. And by the grace of God, we have, we have rights to victory. How many of you have been victorious this week? You can celebrate God that you've gone through the week. You have survived. God has provided for you. By the grace of God, you are not sick. By the grace of God, you've been going and coming. Can you give the Lord a victory shout tonight? Hallelujah. Well, it's testimony time. You may kindly take your seats. Oh, I said it's testimony time. I thought you respond blessing time. I said it's testimony time. Hallelujah. Help me welcome our brother Edward Darkon from the Akpongman region, a Basenta leader, to bring us a fantastic testimony tonight. Beautiful. Good evening, church. Good evening, Edward. Good evening, Pastor. Hi. Okay, I'm Edward Darkon from the Akpongman region and a Basenta leader for the Abokobi Sesemi Basenta. Wow. Yes, I want to share a testimony about how God fulfilled His word during one of the flow prayer meetings. Wow. Yes. And Pastor Jerry, this one happened during the pandemic when it was very serious. I think around April. Mm. So during one of the flu- from April to now, you still remember. May you never forget the great things that God do, does for you in the name of Jesus. Amen. So Pastor Jerry, on this faithful day, Bishop was the prophet was leading us in the prayer, and he got to a point he said we should sow a seed, we should pay offering pay offerings. But Pastor Jay, at that time, eh, one CD 50 pesos was in my momo. Wow. Just one, one exact, Ghana one and 50 pesos. pesos. One CD 50 pesos. So what did you do? So I said, oh, okay, let me pay the one CD. So the 50 pesos will be there for something else. I didn't even know, but for something else. <laughs> so I just paid the one CD. So we're praying and I was just believing God that the one CD will bring something else. That was already a greater portion of what a you had. A greater portion of what I had. Then as we are about to end, prophet said we should sow another one. I said, hey! So How many of you have found yourself in such a situation before? When you find that you don't have anything or you have very, very little, but you don't respect that little. Pay attention to this testimony, please. So, um, Pastor Jerry, I said, okay. This 50 pesos cannot do anything for me. Mm. And that is my last. So let me sow it and let's see what God will do. You will also expect something amazing from the Lord in Jesus' name. So, Pastor Jerry, I paid it. And I, I can remember I was lying down by my phone, believing that something will happen. So, I just got up and went through some one or two things. But I went out less than two hours. Less than two hours. I received a WhatsApp message from one of my uncles. And the reason why the message was important was because I was owing school fees. 
I'm a student. One man, no money. No you money. are also owing fees. School fees. So I told him three weeks ago that I need help. I didn't hear from him again. So this day I saw his message. And when I saw his name, I was glad. May something also excites you in Jesus' name. Receive good news right now. Receive good news right now. Receive good news in the name of Jesus. So Pastor Jerry, I just saw the message and he asked me that, how much does I needed for the school fees? I told him and he said, okay. Then later I received a message. Mm. And he sent another text that, okay, he has sent me some money. But he has intentionally sent double. Oh, I don't understand why some of you are still calm, why some of you are still seated. It's almost like you don't believe that the testimony can work for you too. But if you believe it, you are receiving it for yourself right now in Jesus' name. Receive double for your trouble. Receive double for your trouble in the name of Jesus. So Pastor Jerry, I want to encourage all of us here that we should give with faith. Wow. Because God is not a man that he will lie. Mm. Or you say something and later change his mind. Mm. If he has said, give and it shall be given unto you. When you give, it will be given unto you. So I encourage all of us to sow with faith. Believing wow. that God is faithful and you will do what he has said he will do. And I want to bless God for the life of our prophet and the life of our bishop. For all the opportunities they give oh, us to sow. Oh, you should be clapping your hands better for the Lord. For all the opportunities they give to us to sow. Just so that we can also be a blessing. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Put your hands together for such an amazing testimony. Oh, you are not celebrating God enough. Put your hands together and give the Lord a shout of praise. You're welcome. your life in Jesus' hands. No life is wasted when you love God. It doesn't matter what you really done. Don't be discouraged and don't be dismayed. Straighten out your life. Straighten out your life. Straighten out your life in Jesus' name.
Lord gave me peace when troubles all around me, no darkness everywhere. And I remember the Lord, He saved my soul, yeah. Some had a dance, but I know. So, ladies and gentlemen, tonight, I don't know about you, but this is my favorite part of the service where we get to hear directly from God and from the throne room of grace through a vessel that God has chosen and prepared. Hallelujah. Through a vessel that God has anointed. A vessel that God has anointed for you. So, when God has a message for you, He is the address through which you receive it. Ladies and gentlemen, tonight, I wish you would rise to your feet and join me. Let's give honor to whom it is due. Let's show some Jesus joy. And let's welcome to this pulpit, the Bishop, Edwin Morgan O'Connor. Come on. Makaneka Vira, I can't hear you.
get Tony Brown. I don't want to be a Tony Brown. I don't want to be a wayside ground. I don't want to be a thorny ground. I don't want to be a stony ground. Your heart will be a good ground today. into his presence ask him to make it a great experience for you father we thank you let the words of my mouth and the meditations of my heart be acceptable to you speak to us holy spirit come amongst us holy spirit come holy spirit come holy spirit move holy spirit lead Holy Spirit, move. Holy Spirit, lead. We thank you for a beautiful time in your presence. In Jesus' name we pray with thanksgiving. Amen. Clap your hands and you may be seated. I want to welcome you to church. I want to welcome our online congregation also. You are welcome to church. And uh, tonight... I'm excited to share God's word with you. I'm continuing to preach on the seven great principles. And this time, we are talking about the seven great principles of salvation. Hallelujah. Salvation is the main part of your life. When you are a student and you get born again, your salvation becomes the main part of your life. If you are a businessman and you get saved, that salvation becomes the main thing you need to pay attention to. Paul talks about your great salvation. Your great salvation. And this new life, when you meet Jesus Christ, when you surrender your life to him, this new life in Christ is lived on principles. When you get born again and you don't walk and work by the principles, you will fall away. Just as any other life 
that you refuse to live by the principles of that life. If you are a businessman, there are principles. You can't just use your capital anyhow. You buy, you sell. There are principles you use to do business. If you are a student, there are principles. If you put those principles aside, you will fail. Anything you do, there are principles. And in our walk with God, in our relationship with Jesus Christ, when we get born again, when we get saved, there are principles that govern this new life. It's not just a life you live by just coming to church and going back home. That is not Christianity. You don't get saved to just attend church. You get saved to live a life. And that life is based on principles. The people who use the principles of salvation last very long. They meet Jesus Christ and after meeting him, the rest of their lives is lived with Christ. Those who don't live by the principles after they've met Jesus Christ backslide after one year, two years, six months, where you are sitting this evening, you are not the first person who sat there. Somebody was sitting there before you came to sit there. But that person did not walk and live by principles and fell away. So you are next. Will you last in that chair? Will you be around for a long time? Anything you do without principles... You don't marry with principles. Your marriage will fail. There are principles for managing nonsense. If you don't walk by those principles, it means you are not ready to marry. And today, I am ending the seven great principles of salvation. And we are going to go into another set of seven great principles but as i end it i want you to understand clearly that these must be a part of your life every decision you take every step you take must be based as a born again saved christian must be based on these principles what is imp- what is a principle? A principle is a very deep understanding of how something works. A deep understanding of how marriage works. There are principles. A deep understanding of how business works. There are principles. And now we are talking about a deep understanding of how salvation works. How many of you want to be saved for the rest of your life? How many of you are believing God to be born again for five years and end? Five years. 
How many want, want to die saved and born again? Then listen very carefully. Principle number one. This is how your mind must work. This is the understanding you must have. That man is a spirit. Has a soul. And lives in a body. If you don't live by this principle, you won't last as a Christian. If you don't live by this principle, that man is a spirit, you won't last as a Christian because the Christian life involves paying attention to your spiritual life. Which this principle tells us is the real you. Say, I am a spirit. I have a soul. And I live in this body. Yes. Remember that it says, I am a spirit. I am not a body. You are not a body. Whatever you are, you spend a lot of time on it. And you are not a body. You are a spirit. So when you get born again, how you spend your money will be defined by this principle. Yes. When we see you, all your money is spent on hair and suit and shoes and skirt and wigs and house and money and food. It means that you are not aware that you are a spirit and you are about to fail as a Christian. You are only into body. You are only into stomach. You are only into eyes. You are only into physical things. That's not how to live a Christian life. When you get born again, you wear clothes. You wear shoes. You build a house. But you know that you are a spirit. So you make investments into your spiritual life. The money you would have spent to, to buy a wig, you will use it to buy a Bible. The money you would have used to buy your fourth pair of shoes, you would use it to buy a book to read. Not history book, not physics book, not a modern math book, but a book about your salvation. Because you know that you are a spirit. Whatever you are, you make investment in that area. Man is a spirit. You are a spirit. You have a soul and you live in a body. Principle number two. The spirit of an unsaved man is dead and desperately wicked. When somebody is not saved, the person's spirit is dead. There's no life in his spirit. He may dress nicely. He may speak good English. He may have money. But you are looking at a dead spirit. And it's not only dead, but it is desperately wicked. If you read Romans 1, you will, you will see all the wicked things you are capable of doing as an unsaved man. 
go to the podcast and listen to the message. Number three, principle number three. Now, now, let's all repeat principle number one. One go, man is a spirit, has a soul, and lives in a body. Principle number two, the spirit of an unsaved man is dead and desperately wicked. Principle number three, the spirit of a saved man is righteous and truly holy. That is who you are now. If you are born again. If you have received Jesus Christ into your life, then your spirit is no more dead. Your spirit is a righteous spirit. And truly holy. You don't struggle to live a holy life. Actually, you, you, you have to struggle to sin. Yes. You struggle to steal a lot. When, you are, when your spirit lights up as a, as a born-again Christian, the things you used to do, you naturally do them no more. Even if your body likes it, your spirit does not like it. So get the message and listen to it very carefully. Soak it in. Because some of us who are born again have not understood that your spirit is now alive and it's now set to live righteously and live a holy life. A believer lives a righteous life. When you get born again, you can't just steal. That's a song she sang. Straighten up your life. Are you still lying? Are you still stealing? You are born again. You are into pornography and fornication. It means you are not aware of who you are, you are now. That you are pe- personally and practically a righteous person. May you walk a righteous walk. May you live a holy life. May God find you a truly born again Christian whose spirit has been renewed. Number four. After you are born again, your spirit is a new baby. Newborn baby. And it must grow. We read from 1 Peter 2.2. Desire the sincere mouth of the word. So that ye may grow thereby. Let us repeat this principle. One goal. After you are born again, your spirit is a newborn baby and it must grow. Let's take it again. One go. After you are born again, your spirit is a newborn baby and it must grow. Say, my spirit must grow. But many, see, that, that's why I said these are the principles 
many people get born again and they don't operate by this principle. This one is crossed out. They don't grow. They don't grow. You don't see them maturing. You can't be in Christ for five years and not grow. We must see you progressing from just attending church on Sunday to doing something else. Being an usher in the church. Singing in the choir. Reading your Bible every day. We must see that you are growing. When we call you to memorize a verse, you should be able to memorize a verse. You should be able to quote a verse. That's a Christian. Then we say that this person is growing. And I told you last week, one of the things you do to show that you are growing is that you put away things. In 1 Corinthians 13, Paul said, When I was a child, I understood as a child. I spoke as a child. I thought as a child. But when I became a man, I put away childish things. I put away childish things. That is what shows that you are growing. You can continue living your Christian life growing and you have not put away the girl you used to fornicate with. There is a way a Christian baby behaves. But a sign that you are growing is that you put things away. When you were a baby Christian, you could use all your airtime to watch pornography easily. But as you mature, you put them away. There are friends you should put away. Look, if you don't do that, it means you are a baby Christian. And a baby Christian is not very different from an unbeliever. Everyone, as I am preaching to you, a sign that I am maturing from where I am to the next higher level God wants me to be is something I don't do anymore. I don't sleep for four hours anymore. I've stopped reading just one chapter a day. I now, I now read one and a half chapters a day. I, 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 I've stopped praying for three hours a day. I now pray for three hours, even ten minutes. Three hours, ten minutes. If you don't put something away, it means you are at the same level. 
a sign that you are growing in Christ is that I put away. That's why we sing the song, the things I used to do, I do them no more. But, 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 you may not stop doing all the seven instantly. But we should see that it's reducing from seven to six to four to two to one. And you remain at one for one year and then zero. After you are born again, your spirit, you are a newborn baby and your spirit must grow. And what is it that helps you to put away things? The word of God. As newborn babies, First Peter 2.2, 2, desire the sincere milk of the word that ye may be able to put away a way of living. It's the word of God. You can't be in church for 10 years and you can't point to somebody you are ministering to. So for when for the time ye ought to be teachers. So right there you see that there is a need to change your style. I mean, you are there, you have been a born-again Christian for four years, and, and there's no one you are teaching. I'm not saying that call yourself lady pastor or reverend or you are, you are whatever. Not, there should be somebody you are preaching to. That's a very big one. One of the signs that you are growing. Hebrews chapter um, 5 verse 12. One of the signs that you are growing is that you are teaching someone. So you put away a life of selfishness where you, you are just by yourself to a life of teaching someone. Many of those who are here tonight are teaching other people. It's normal. They're not doing it for a salary. Just as a baby doesn't work for a salary. Just as a baby doesn't start running for a salary. It is normal to run. It's normal. After a couple of years in Christ, there should be somebody you are, you are, you are helping to grow. Desire the sincere milk of the word that ye may grow. Principle number five. After you are saved, your mind is still the same. It must be renewed. Let's take it one go. After you are saved. I can't hear you. Let's start again. One go. After you are saved, your mind is still the same. It must be renewed. Again, Every believer who wants to go far with God must understand this. That your salvation occurs at the level of your spirit. The Lord comes into your life and your spirit receives life. That's why we say you are born again. But your mind is different from your spirit. 
And your true transformation is seen by how your mind works. Romans chapter 12, verse 2. Verse 1, sorry. I beseech you therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, that you present your bodies as a living sacrifice, wholly acceptable to God, which is your reasonable service. Look at it carefully. Your body is part of your Christian life. Your body is part of your Christian life. And the Bible says that you must present your body as a holy body. As an acceptable body. When we present your body, we shouldn't see certain fingerprints on your body. Your, your, your body before God must be an acceptable body. Verse 2. And be not conformed to this world. But be ye transformed. Verse 1 is talking about your body's presentation. Present your body. Now, verse 2 says, Be transformed by the renewing of your mind. That you may prove what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God. God's will for your life as a Christian is proved by how your mind works, how your mind must be renewed. Every born again Christian must begin the work of changing how your mind works. You can be born again, but your mind works like the mind of an unbeliever. How you get born again by receiving Jesus Christ into your life is very different from how your mind must be renewed. So being born again, getting born again, meeting Jesus Christ can happen and your mind is still the mind of an unbeliever. Because what you do to be born again is different from what you do to renew your mind. So if you don't do what you must do to renew your mind, you will be born again, but your mind is the mind of an unbeliever. So you find Christians who are in church, who are born again, but the mind, the mind of still keeping your boyfriend is still there. I'm born again. I come to church. I pay my tithes. I pray in tongues. Yes. But I don't see why I cannot be with my boyfriend, Reginald. Why? We've had a prayer meeting. Bishop Kobe has led a powerful prayer meeting. Have you finished your meeting? Yes. I'm going to Reggie. For the weekend. Because your mind is that having a boyfriend and having sex is normal. Once you protect yourself with Lydia contraceptive. Lydia. 
But when you get born again, one of the things you might see, receiving Jesus Christ, you don't need scriptures. It's by faith. No, you don't need scriptures. You don't need scriptures. Somebody will preach to you the scriptures. But you, you need faith to come to God. Say, Jesus, from today, I confess that you are Jesus. That you are my master. You are my Lord. You are my savior. It's over. You are born again. Whosoever shall believe on the Lord Jesus Christ shall be saved. You need faith. And I'm sure most of us here have that faith. So you are a born again Christian. Otherwise, why would you be sitting in church on a Saturday evening? What are you doing here? This time, check it again. The club has opened. But faith, I said faith, you receive Christ through faith. That's it. You are born again. Say, I'm born again. Ah, but renewing your mind is not by faith. What you used to receive Christ, you don't use it to renew your mind. To renew your mind, you have to take the Bible every day. It is when you take the Bible and you read the Bible that you will see the Bible is saying to you that fornication is a sin. But you will never know. You will never know. Because for you, what is, what is not right is that you will be pregnant as a university student when you are not ready. But once you are protecting yourself, you are fine. But the Bible, in case you don't understand fornication, then you use Oxford Dictionary to, to explain fornication. And it will tell you that a sexual relationship with somebody who is not your husband or your wife. So right there, your mind has been changed. That's why we can sing the song, the things I used to do. I do the, you don't use faith. The next time Barbara comes to the house, you say, Charlie, I am born again now. <laughs> when we were doing the things we were doing for the past few years, I didn't know Jesus. But I have met Jesus. And I read my Bible this morning. And my Bible does not allow me to remove your clothes in this room. If you have come here for your clothes to be removed, then, then you came to the wrong place because I am a changed man. Your, my mind is working differently. And you get that only from the Bible. Anybody who doesn't use the Bible, who doesn't read the Bible, read the Bible, read your Bible, read your Bible, every day read your Bible, it's an unbeliever parading as a Christian. Your mind is not the correct mind. And when your mind is renewed, that is when we see your real transformation. Of course. Who sees your spirit? Who sees your spirit? We see your body. That's why the verse 1 says, present your body. And how do you present it? How can you at this time, you are 23, your blood is boiling. How can you present your body as a holy body, as a righteous body, except your mind has changed about certain things? You read, the Bible talks 
about stealing. You don't steal anymore. Not because you don't feel like it. But it's wrong. Lying. You don't lie anymore because the Bible says that liars are going to hell. Only in the Bible. Only in the Bible. So I, I, I need you as a born again Christian to expose yourself to the word of God. Always be where the Bible is being read and explained so that your mind will change. That's it. Stand up there and see you. His mind has changed. When you see what he's wearing, you realize that he's a Christian. But he's not just a Christian, but his mind has changed. You can see. He's different from somebody whose who's jeans is here. And his check, check boxer shorts is all here. And he's just moving like that. You see that? And he said, Yes, he's born again. But his mind about dressing has not changed. It's the unbeliever's mind. So we are happy with Ikarababa, Ikodaba, Ariyama, Inderebosha, Ayabayaba. And, 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 and it's good you don't even pray like that because, you see, look at what I'm doing. Ikabaya, Andalaba, Imamosha, Aliyama, Ayaba. That's a bone. You are listening to the prayer of a born again spiritual believer praying. Ikayaba, Imabaya. But if I'm a woman, and the blouse I'm wearing, the, the, the breast, the, the, the upper terracotas is pouring out. As I'm praying, Ikaya Bababa, Andalaba, Emaya, Ebaya, Eya, Eya. And Bishop Kobe has left his side and is now coming standing here. He's looking at the breast that is bubbling like soup. Because you are seeing a Christian sister. Who is born again? But the mind about dressing has not changed. It's an unbeliever's mind. Can I get 20 Ghana or 10 Ghana? Imamaya, Imayande, Imamorian Dalababa, Ikatababa, 50, Kamayan Dalaba, Amayan Dalaba, Kayababaya, in the name of Jesus, Ikatababa, watch it 20, Talia 10, Imayan Dalaba, <laughs> 2 eggs, Iman Dalababa, Wele 5, Inde Kabaya, Inderia Baba, Put some gary on it in Dalababa. I want the fish head, the fish head, seven Ghana in Dariabababa. In Mama Mama, Mary, how much is 47? Please use the tray to do Talia, extra Talia in Mayan Dalababa. I'm praying in tongues, but my mind about the use of money is still not changed. When you are born again and you get 50 Ghana, say, What do you do? Mashokata Baba. 
the first thing that happens to you is not talia it's not willy it's not the head of the fish the first thing is god has stuck my sister's heart to give me 50 ghana therefore i must take out one tenth of it as my tithe and i give it to god after i've paid my tithe and i've given an offering i can eat till i die Well, you see, I see you. You've been in the church for five years. You are not doing anything to serve God. You are not in any group doing outreaches. But you are here every Sunday. Every Sunday you are here. You are in front. Your mind hasn't changed. Your mind hasn't changed. If your mind works well, you'll be a shepherd. Yes. There are many people walking around whose spirits are renewed but the mind is not changed if you fall into the hands of such a girl ha she will do something to you by, by the time you finish you, you won't believe that such girls are in church let's read the principle again principle number Five, one go. After you are saved, your mind is still the same. It must be renewed. Say, Lord, help me to renew my mind through respecting your word. Through respecting your word. Number six, principle number six. After you are saved, your body is still the same. I'm starting this one today. This one is for today. I've done five already. I'm now on number six. After you are saved, your body is still the same. You must keep it under control. First Corinthians chapter 9 verse 27. But before you turn to it, let us all repeat principle number six. One go. After you, oh, I can't hear you. One go. You are saved your body is still the same you must keep it under control now now don't say it in the third person say first person. say i say after i am saved my body is still the same i must keep it under control say it's a principle say this is how to live the christian life Say, my body doesn't change when I get born again. Or oh, can you say, my body doesn't change? My body doesn't change. Masataba. The mind, principle number five, you renew it. You renew your mind. When your mind is renewed, it's renewed. And you keep using it like a car. You do body works. You spray. It looks new. You use it. Ah, you see that something is happening. Somebody has cried. So when your mind is renewed, it is new. You use it. Ah, you keep reading your Bible to renew. The body, you don't renew it. <laughs> the mind can be renewed. But the body cannot be renewed. <laughs> you just have to control. 
this brother, if he's an unbeliever, and he comes to the front to receive Christ, come, let me pray for you. He says the sinner's prayer. When he finishes the prayer, his height doesn't change. The size of his waist doesn't change. His muscles are the same. His weight is the same. I'm not talking about his spirit. I'm not talking about his soul. There's nothing like an unbeliever's body. Or a Christian body. A body is a body. (laughs) The, The body doesn't understand salvation. In fact, it doesn't like salvation. Some of you, in your house, you've written, beware of dogs. I I would ask you to keep it. But add, beware of my body. (laughs) Beware of my body. The body doesn't understand I am married. The body doesn't understand I'm a 55-year-old woman with five children and one granddaughter. The body... It's a body. It doesn't change. And you don't renew the body because it can't be made new. First Corinthians chapter 9, verse 27. But I keep under my body and bring it into subjection. Can I have a newer translation? New living translation? I discipline my body like an athlete. Training it to do what it should do. The message Bible. I'm staying alert and in top condition. May your body be in top condition. Yes. You see, a lot of Christians are surprised when they receive Christ, they pray in tongues, they even fast. In fact, most fornication and pornography is done after fasting. <laughs> after praying, you go to Mampong, 100% Answered prayer gardens. As you are descending, you are calling the girl to meet you at Amrahia. And a lot of believers are surprised. If I'm born again, why should I be feeling this way? It's not, it means I'm not born again. You are born again. That's why I have introduced principles, sir. 
you are born again the fornicating sister is a born again christian the fornicating brother is a born again brother the 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 the, the, the adulterous man is a born again is born again but he has not finished his homework the born the, the, the body works very well when you are not born again it's a you see it's desires flash nicely with the unbelievers life it's well synchronized that is why when you sit in a car you must wear a seat belt when you don't wear a seat belt you are like an unbeliever's body in a moving car as the car is moving your body is also moving when you press the brakes It doesn't mean that your body will also stop where you press the brakes. The body will continue to move in a straight line unless it is restrained by a seatbelt. I'm saying it again. When you are not born again, when you were not saved, our body was moving with the car the life the worldly life the, the, the way life is the stealing the fornicating pornography midnight 2 a.m pornography three hours fornicating you, you, you move to spend the weekend with a boy who is not married to you it's that is the body it is normal when you get born again it's like you press the brakes You've stopped a lot of things. But when you press the brakes, the body doesn't understand brakes. It keeps moving. There are some of you here, your, 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 your body is still moving like an unbeliever. Even though you have pressed your spiritual brakes and you are now born again. You now pray in tongues. You now read your Bible. Some of us are even singing in the choir. Some of us are ashes. But the body. The body. The body is still moving. And it will keep moving till it crashes. You must restrain it. So that when you press the brakes, it also stops. Because a belt if you don't do it you will die that's why paul the apostle i don't know how many of you here are greater than paul greater than paul who is greater than paul richard are you greater than paul 
Me, are you greater than Paul? Paul was short, so maybe. Apostle Paul the missionary. Read it. King James. I keep anger my body and bring it into subjection. That is, your body must all. There is something. When you buy a fridge, that casing, that white thing, is it styrofoam? When you buy a fridge, some of you, the, the fridge you are using, you just went to carry it from the roadside. They brought it from Italy. <laughs> Italy. But one of these days, you will enter a shop. Makula Babayanga. So you will enter a shop and buy a beautiful fridge. Now, now, you will notice that the fridge is in a case, which is in a box. That thing, that white thing, the styrofoam, that is how your body is. In water. If you take, if you dive down 150 meters underwater, and you take it there, that thing, when you leave it, it will arrive before you do. <laughs> Many of you, your bodies arrived before your spirit even got there. <laughs> it is like styrofoam that must be under the water. <laughs> to keep it there, there's nothing like I, I took it down there yesterday. No, no, no. Or three hours ago. It must be there all the time. Constantly. The fact that you did not watch pornography last week does not mean that you will not watch pornography today. Why? Turn your Bible. Let me show you something very, very powerful about your body. Psalm. First of all, let's read Philippians 3, verse 3. Philippians 3, verse 3. For we are the circumcision which worship God in the Spirit and rejoice in Christ Jesus and have no confidence in the flesh. A Christian shouldn't have confidence in his flesh. No pastor, no shepherd, no Christian sister should feel that your body, dear, you are, you are in control of your body. You trust it. No Christian, you are supposed to trust God. Don't trust your body. So you and the girl are alone. You are having an all night prayer. 
you and the girl. And when she was coming for the all night prayer, she wore a nice skirt and blouse and she wore a long cardigan because she was feeling cold. And as the prayer is going on, she begins to feel warm. And when she removes the cardigan, you realize that the skirt she is wearing is inflammable. And you are a brother. You are alone with her. And this girl also, small thing in the prayer, she wants to kneel down. She wants to, she wants to bend down and, and, and worship God. And brother, you can't, you, your, your, your eyes are always in the sea. Ask are you uh, are you confident about this body? Tell a person this body can surprise you. Tell him, say, I know you are born again. This body can surprise you. Romans chapter eight, verse seventeen. Romans chapter eight and verse seventeen. And if children, then heirs. Oh, sorry, seven eighteen, seven eighteen. 718 For I know that in me that is in my flesh dwelleth no good thing for to will is present with me but how to perform that which is good I find not how many of you will to do what is right but how to do it how to remain pure because the body has a mind of its own but today you are receiving power to keep your body under 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 and the next principle will help you that's the last principle we are doing and then we finish next next week we are doing seven great principles for a great life a great change great change yeah i said how many of you you feel like do you feel like praying you feel like praying but the sleeping body will not allow you to pray you wake up at 3 30 for floor prayer meeting and, and and they say stand and as you are standing your eyes are looking sexy Your spirit wants to pray. Your mind wants to pray. But your body does not want to. This body. Until you force it with some coffee. You force it with some, with some attitude. Some walking. I want you, pastor. Don't be too confident in your flesh. Don't be. Don't be. You will surprise yourself. At the back, that arena, there should be nobody there who is too confident in the flesh. It makes you cool. Because in your flesh, there is no good thing. Look, it's the, the flesh of a bishop. That's flesh is flesh the flesh of a pastor the flesh of an usher the flesh of a singer even a lead singer is the lead singers who are bad 
the lead singers. My sister, don't, don't, don't just leave yourself with, with a man because he's a pastor. You are alone with him. I'm alone with you in a room. I feel sleepy. Let me just put my head on your lap a little. Hey, brother. Ask your neighbor. Do you fear your body? Listen to me. Your salvation doesn't include your body. You must add it to your salvation. Otherwise, you'll be born again, but your body is a fornicating body. And I want to help you as we end with Galatians 5.19. Let me give you a list. The body. What is in the flesh? Please go back. Go back to, go back to Romans 7.18. I know that in me, that is in my flesh, dwelleth no good thing. There's nothing good in it. Now let's go and see what is in the flesh. What is in the flesh that makes it not good? Galatians 5.19 Now, the things in the flesh or the works of the flesh are this. Adultery. Number one, adultery. Because it starts with A. <laughs> Which means that the fact that you are sitting with a married woman doesn't mean you are safe. She's still dangerous. The fact that you are sitting with a married man with three rings on his finger doesn't mean you are safe. I said the first one is adultery, which means which is a married man sleeping with a girl or a, another woman or a, a married woman leaving her marital boundaries. If you joke, the title adulterer will be on you. You know there are some things when you do, you can't wash it away. You can even use Lydia, but it doesn't change anything. <laughs> Adultery, fornication. Why this flesh is not a good flesh? Whether you are a pastor, la- lady pastor, they are even the worst ones. Adultery, fornication, uncleanness, lasciviousness. Idolatry, witchcraft, <laughs> witchcraft, <laughs> hatred, variance, emulations, rats, strife. I don't like this. This can I can, give me new American Standard Bible or some NIV or something NLT? Yes. Now let's start again. Verse nineteen. One go. The works of the flesh. Now the deeds of the flesh are evident, which are immorality, <laughs> impurity. That's a sort of uh, fornication one. <laughs> Adultery is immorality. Sensuality. 
I don't like this list. Can I have a new living translation? Now, when you follow the desires of your sinful nature, the results are very clear. Sexual immorality. Impurity. Lustful pleasures. Like the pleasure you get when you watch pornography. Do you know pornography? Or you don't know? You have not seen some before, you see? Yes. (laughs) Idolatry. Sorcery. Hostility. Quarreling. Yes. Whether you are a fante or frafra or ga, it's so quarreling. Jealousy. Outburst of anger. So people, when they are angry, you can't control them. Oh yes. They'll break a glass. They'll, they'll punch the luba blade. You don't know it? He can carry a television and smash it. I wonder if he say, ah, what have I done? Foolish man. You are looking at the flesh at work. Outburst of anger. Selfish ambition. Everything is about you. Dissension. Division. In the choir. One group is the Ewe group. And then one group is the Equiapin tree group. Divisions. Envy. Drunkenness. We don't booze. We don't do that. When you get born again, your flesh wants whiskey. No, flesh down. Go dive down and keep it there. Wild parties. How many of you have been to wild parties before? Before, before. Not now. Uh, speak that. Not now. Before, before. Yes. Wild parties. Yes. All night party. By the time you finish, three boys have 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 cleared you. Parties with cocaine, weed, weed. You don't do that as a Christian. We don't do that as a Christian. No. Parties where they are drinking club beer, star beer, Guinness. Yes. Guinness. And like you, for instance, the way you hold the Guinness bottle. Like you don't hold it like normally we hold it like this. But can I have a bottle? <laughs> yes. Is that not how you were holding it? Are you still holding Guinness? Hey! Today, you'll be born again. You'll give your life to Jesus today. If you joke, you'll disgrace yourself. I don't know what will let me sit in a room with you that I'm counseling you. Me. Ah. Why? I want to counsel you. We'll sit at a car park. 
or the room, there must be a glass door. Glass door. And there's somebody sitting there watching with binoculars where my hand will go. I'm a bishop, but I'm still a dangerous man. Don't trust me. Don't trust me. Bishop, it's been a long time. Oh, Bishop, I missed you. And you are there for five minutes. Foolish woman. Five minutes. I mean, I, I'm there. I can't even breathe. I can't breathe. <laughs> I can't breathe. Bishop, call me. I can't breathe. Eight minutes. Shout, I will not trust my body. Say, there's nothing good in the body. I will not encourage my body. I will keep it under. Say, I'll keep it down. Say, I'll keep it down. Say, I'll keep it down. So that I can make it to heaven one day. Because if you don't do that, the first verse we read, 1 Corinthians 9, 27. The reason why, look at it. 1 Corinthians 9, 27. King James. King James. But I keep under my body and bring it into subjection. Lest. I don't know what other English words. Prof, what are some of the English words for lest? Just in case. Perchance. Otherwise. Per adver- hey, shut up. Per what? Professors are talking to you. <laughs> So, sorry. Kajay <laughs> Nakaye. Lest by any means when I have preached, that is the spirit part. Right now I'm preaching. Am I preaching? Is it a good message? Uh, do you understand it? Are you being blessed? But I can preach like this and then be disqualified. He said, after, when I have preached to others, I myself should be a cast away. You finish preaching and you are a cast away. Never think preaching well means you are in God. Never equate singing well, preaching well. Never ever think that because people are clapping, it means you are not a castaway. Pastors are castaways. Singers have been cast away. Christians have been cast away. Yes. Maybe you don't understand the word castaway. The Greek adokimos actually means you've been disqualified. Guys. The, the, the original Greek word is adokimos, and it means disqualified. You see that in the New Living Translation. That's the that, that's right word. New Living Translation. I fear that after preaching to others, look at me standing here. I'm preaching to you. When we finish, we, we all go home. Then I'm with Esther. I'm counseling her alone in my office. By 1 a.m., we are finished. <laughs> counseling. 
and she's going home and she feels cold i have to hold her between 105 and 147 <laughs> so i have finished preaching but by not fearing this body i have been disqualified disqualified means that you can even be first your chest is first but they have already cancelled this kaya I said, I said, I said, you are first, so you are first. But what you don't know is that a decision has been taken about you that this guy is disqualified. It's the second person who is now the winner. A lot of Olympic gold medals are given five years after. Yes. What you see during the Olympic Games is not the final. They share the gold. But after three years, they find something about the guy and they collect it back. Go and read the news. As I'm standing here preaching to you, it is my responsibility to be afraid to be with you alone in a room. It's my responsibility not to enter a certain room. Some of you, after this service, you are going into a room which you shouldn't go to. Your panties are hanging behind the door of a room that is not your room. The point I'm making here is that your body can be a very depraved body, but you are still preaching. Tomorrow, Sunday, you will see pastors like me all over the world, on Facebook, preaching, many of them have been disqualified. Lift your two hands and ask the Lord to have mercy on you. Ask Him to have mercy on you. You give offerings, you support the building project, you do this and then you are disqualified. 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 Pray. Pray. After having sung, after having ushered, after having packed chairs, after having arranged the chair, cleaned the church, done everything. When you finish, you are the, they say all the things you have done, they don't count. They don't count. Why? Didn't you pray? Didn't you preach? Didn't you do outreach by your body? Lift your hands and pray, 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 pray. We have time. We are in God's presence. Pray. Some of you are living your lives anyhow. Watching pornography, masturbating, fooling, fornicating, committing adultery, doing anything. Anybody can do anything with your body. You don't know that you... When you finish singing, when you finish preaching, even as you are preaching, a decision has been taken about you already. Disqualified. Ramba 
Finally, thank you. Principle number seven. Principle number seven. After you are born again, your mind is still open to all kinds of thoughts. You must learn to think of the right things. Let's all repeat it. One go. This is the the last one. Seventh principle. One go. After you are born again, your mind is still open to all kinds of thoughts. You must learn to think on the right things. You are born again. You are a believer, but your mind is open to thoughts. There's a saying that you cannot prevent the birds from flying over your head. But surely you should be able to prevent them from sitting on your head. Listen very, very carefully. One of, that's what is the final one. It's a big one. It's a big one. Thoughts. Not just sexy thoughts. Disloyal thoughts. Rebellious thoughts. Unspiritual thoughts. There's somebody watching online right now. You are thinking that because you are online, you won't go to church tomorrow. It's not a good thought to have. Look, there's nothing like an archbishop's thoughts or a bishop's thoughts. Or a, or, 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 or a father's thoughts. A shepherd's thoughts. Everybody has bad thoughts. And one of the things you must learn to do is to fight the thoughts. Pull them. Second Corinthians 10 verse 5. Casting down imaginations. You are open to bad imaginations. As I'm preaching now, you are thinking that when, when, when will this pastor's wife die so that I can marry him? Wrong things, wrong things, wrong things. Should a Christian have such a thought? This is a very nice set. If I was the head pastor, it would be nice. When will this pastor die so that I'll be appointed as the bishop of the church? All these thoughts, okay. There are people praying that people's wives, people's husbands should die. Even one man there, he was praying that his wife should die. One year, I don't know whether it's 2000 and... 17 he said lord this year it must happen i'm not joking <laughs> this year 
Lord, let it happen. <laughs> I don't want to do watch night with this woman in my house. And the more he prayed, the more the woman became fat and nice and strong. <laughs> I lie like joking. The bad thoughts. Bad thoughts. Control. Those of you sitting in front, when a lady pastor is going to give announcement, as she's going, you are looking at the inside of her legs. This, this part, you are you are looking at this part online. Watch me. You are you are looking at the the inside as she's going online online. A sister has has practiced a song for 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 three weeks. As she's standing there singing, you are sitting at the back. Normally they are at the back. And you are undressing the girl in front of you. Watch your thoughts. Our thoughts are filthy, filthy thoughts. You just come to the church and you are looking at choruses and their legs. Because you have watched pornography. Your mind is saturated with rubbish. Control your thoughts. You are not allowed to fall in love with me as I'm preaching. I'm married. Don't fall in love with me. Look into your Bible and read it. You see them in the church with all kinds of filthy minds. This man has been preaching for a long time. Won't he collapse? <laughs> he should collapse so that we can close. <laughs> and the more you are praying, the more you see that it's because of your prayer. I'm becoming more energetic. It's like more energy is coming to preach. Because people don't just collapse. Control it. That's why he said, look at it there. Casting down. Imaginations. These were not written to unbelievers. It's a letter to a church in Corinth. Your imaginations. That's why you must stop watching pornography. It doesn't help your imaginations. Filthy thoughts. And you are surprised? Don't be surprised. That's the mind. Thoughts okay to us. But if this is how a church is, then I, I, I can break away and start my own church. Break away and see. Thoughts. 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 Why? We have used that church's money to buy a pulpit. And he doesn't stand there. So, 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 so why did you make a pulpit? And he's always walking up and down. Say thoughts, thoughts, thoughts. Okay, I'm, I'm, I'm standing here. 
you happy now? Your mouth. Do you know why I'm walking? Do you know why I'm walking up and down? Because I want to come closer to you. Control your thoughts. A Christian can't just, which once again, that's why we read our Bible. We read the word of God every day. It helps us to think properly. Philippians chapter 4, verse 8. Philippians chapter 4. Finally, brethren, and as I end, this is the final verse. Whatsoever things are true. Is it true? Why are you saying that when we take the offering, we, 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 we just share the money as pastors? Is it true? Why should you think this way? How did we build a church? Don't pay tithes. The pastors are chopping the tithes. Is it, is it a true thing? Why are you saying that? Many times we think of things which are not true. Speculations. Whatsoever things are true. Whatever things are honest. Whatsoever things are just. Whatsoever things are pure. Pure. Whatsoever things are lovely. Whatsoever things are of good reports. If there be any virtue. If there be any praise, think on these things. This is how your mind must work. This is how your mind must work. You can't just think anything that is happening to you. Use, use this Philippians 4.8. Is it pure? Where you are sitting is not a pure place to sit. Yes, you intentionally sat there behind the girl so you look at her body whenever she stands. When she's giving offerings, you are just at, wow, wow, wow. You must have sometimes, you must sometimes shout. At the devil, Satan, shut up! And people will ask, "Ah, why? What's happening?" I, I, I'm, 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 <laughs> I'm controlling my thoughts. I'm having a chat with somebody. Shut up, Satan! Why do you want to poison somebody for him to die? That idea came from where? Are you afraid? <laughs> Watch out for thought. You, when you read the Bible, the Bible will teach you how to think. And apart from reading the Bible, there are some books you must not read. This, this, this thought thing eh, is about things you feed your mind with. Yeah, because they, they, they become your database. It's from that that you also develop images. You must not have conversations with certain people. They defile you. Yes. There are some brothers 
when you sit with them for 20 minutes and you get up, you feel literally defiled. The kind of things they say about the church, about the pastor, you feel, you yourself, oh, you feel defiled. They, they, they are able to insult and, and criticize your pastor to you. When you wake up, you don't feel pure. Cut them off. Cut off men, uh, friends of the opposite sex who make you feel sexy. By the time you, you, you part company, your body is tingling. You are having feelings you didn't have when you entered her presence. And all these thoughts, they lead you to do things. To do things. Read your Bible. Read Christian books. Talk to proper holy Christians. And part, move from them. Never, never have any guy, no matter who he is, who looks at you, oh, your breasts are nice. I like the way your hips are. He's always making comments about your body's morphology. Cut him off. He's a devil. Because there's no joke about your body. There is no joke about your body. Hi, Ben. 2 a.m. Hi, Ben. I'm missing you. Reply. Why are you missing me? Why? At this time. Why? What's wrong with you? Listen. Finally. Finally, brethren. Think properly. Finally, brethren, be very, very careful. The thoughts you have about people, about, about where you are, about your church, about your office where you work, about your boss. Be very careful. I'm saying that by this alone, some of you Christians must cut off certain people from your life. By this alone. Principle number one. One goal. Principle number one. Man is a spirit, has a soul, and lives in a body. Principle number two. The spirit of an unsaved man is dead and desperately wicked. Principle number three. The spirit of a saved man is righteous and truly holy. Principle number four. After you are born again, your spirit is a newborn baby and it must grow. Principle number five. After you are saved, your mind is still the same. It must be renewed. Renew your mind. Principle number six. After you are saved, your body is still the same. You must keep it under control. Remember, you don't renew your body. You keep it under Principle number seven, after you are born again, your mind is still open to all kinds of thoughts. You must learn to think on the right things. Stand to your feet and let's close.
lift your hands and ask the Lord to make meaning to make sense of your salvation lift your hands everybody Father, we thank you for our salvation. Lift your hands again and pray that Lord help me to make it to the end. Help me to make it to the end. At the back. Oh yes. Oh yes. To the end, Lord. To the Pray. Lord, help me to make it to the end. Help me not to be disqualified. Help me not to be disqualified. Lift your hands and pray. Lord, help me not to be disqualified. Help me not to be disqualified. Help me not to be disqualified. I don't want to be disqualified. I don't want to be disqualified. Help me, Lord. Father, we thank you. And now, every eye closed, please. And put your hand down, please. Close your eyes. Those watching online, close your eyes. Bow your heads. If you are here and you can't wait to come forward to give your life to Christ today, to start the proper Christian life, this is your day. You can't wait to call that number we are going to put on the screen for those who need salvation, for those who have, who have just received Christ to call. You can't wait to step into the kingdom of God. You can't wait to be born again. Wherever you are, every eye closed and every head bowed. I want to say, Pastor, please pray for me. I want to give my life to Jesus Christ. If you are here like that, just lift your hands. I'm going to pray for you. Yes, lift your hands high. Lift it high. Pastor, pray for me. I want to be born again. Lift it high. I can't see your hand. Lift it high. Yes, yes, I see. Lift it high. Lift your hand. Lift it properly. I need to see. Pastor, pray for me. I want to be born again. I see your hand. I see your hand at the back. I see it. Pastor, I need Jesus. I want to be born again. I want to experience the salvation you are preaching about. I need a new life, a new encounter. If you want to receive Jesus Christ into your life, lift your hand above your head. And if your hand is up, I want you to take your Bible, take your notebook, take whatever you came with your bag and come to the front here. Come. Come here. Yes, come. Clap your hands for them. They are coming. Come to Jesus. Come to Jesus. Come. Come. Clap your hands for them. They are coming. Clap your hands for them. They are coming. Come to Jesus. What a blessed moment. What a blessed moment. Come to the Lord. Come to Jesus. God bless you, my sister. God bless you. Clap your hands for them. Father, we thank you for this blessed time. Lift your two hands.
there is someone standing in the congregation you are saying I want to come but the time is up no I've opened a new window for you come and join us to receive Jesus Christ because it makes a difference to your life God bless you my sister keep coming come 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 now say this prayer after me say heavenly father heavenly father. everybody say heavenly father heavenly father i thank you i thank you today today for my salvation for my salvation i've gone far from you i've gone far from you i've done many bad things i've done many bad things i'm sorry i'm sorry please wash me please wash me please cleanse me please cleanse please me. make me new please make me new i declare today i declare today that my life that my life has turned around has turned around i'm not I, I am no more headed for hell i'm no more headed for hell today today i'm a child of god 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 heaven is my destination heaven is my destination when i die when i die oh god oh god today today wash me wash me with the blood of jesus the blood of jesus wash me wash me with the precious blood of jesus the precious blood of jesus and i thank you and i thank you for a new life for a new life. I will walk with you. I will walk with you. I will serve you. I will serve you. I will grow in you. I will grow in you. I'll keep my body under in you. I'll keep my body under. I'll renew my mind in you. I'll renew my mind. I will live a fruitful Christian life. I will live a fruitful Christian life. My life will never be the same. My life will never be the same. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Those online, there's a number on your screen. Make sure you call that number. Somebody will talk to you and help you to understand the principles of your salvation but i want you to please go to our pastor wearing the jacket there you see them the two of them please go to them they are going to share something important with you and then you come back quickly clap your hands for them clap your hands oh encourage them as they go keep clapping your hands for them encourage them encourage them encourage them keep clapping for them hallelujah at this time i want us to take our communion those of you who remembered and brought your communion take the bread the bible says the night before jesus was betrayed he took bread and he broke it and he said this is my body which was broken for you. No movement, please. Lift your bread up. It's a very, very holy moment. Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. It's holy and also dangerous. You play with it, you will not be happy. It's a special moment. Angels are here. The presence of God is here. The power of God is here. Say, this is the body of Christ. This 
is the body of Christ. As I eat it, as I eat it, I'm receiving healing. I'm receiving healing. I'm receiving renewal. I'm receiving renewal of strength. Of strength to walk with God. To walk with God. Say, this is the body of Christ. This is the body of Christ. As I eat it, as I eat, I am it, becoming one. I'm becoming one with the body. With the body. As I eat it, as I eat it, I am refreshing. I'm refreshing my energy. My energy. My zeal. My zeal. My interest. My interest in spiritual things. Spiritual things. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. This is the body of Christ. This is the body of Christ. Let's eat it. Take your wine. Jesus, Lift it up. Say, this is the blood. This is the blood. Say, as I drink it. As I drink it. Life is entering me. Life is entering me. The life of Christ. The life of Christ. The worldly life. The worldly life. Is perished. Is perished. The life of an unbeliever. The life of an unbeliever. Leaves my body. Leaves my body. And the life of Christ. And the life of Christ. Enters me. Enters me. As I drink it. As I drink it. I'm receiving life. I'm receiving life. 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 Zeal. Zeal. Energy. Energy. This is the blood of Christ. This is the blood of Christ. Let's drink it. Lift your hands and let me pray for you. Right now, you've eaten a supernatural meal. Jesus. And it's changing your body. Amen. Disease is leaving you now. Amen. I declare healing. Healing. Receive strength. I receive it. Any part of your life that is dying. My God. As the blood has entered you. Life is entering that area. Amen. I said life is entering that area. Amen. Anything you have drank that is poisonous, Jesus, by this blood, I declare it neutralized in the name of Jesus. Any seed of Satan in you, any seed of Satan in you, this communion drives it out in the name of Jesus. Amen. Out. Out. I proclaim your healing. Amen. I proclaim your restoration. Amen. By this meal, Jesus, you are fused with the body of Christ. Amen. When the body of Christ moves, you move. Amen. What the body of Christ doesn't do, you don't do. Amen. Receive sensitivity because of this meal. It. To line up your life with oh, the body of Christ. Yes. Be healed. Amen. Be made whole. Amen. I block satanic arrows that are flying in your direction. Amen. I deflect them in the name of Jesus. Amen. 
that which harasses that which disturbs that which frustrates i bind it in the name of jesus and i set you free to walk with god i set you free to live for god i set you free to enjoy the blessings of god this is your place in god yes this is your place in christ yes this is your place receive healing now i receive it right now somebody your mind is being healed yes your mind is being healed. Heal. Your mind, your way of thinking. That communion is changing the way you think. Yes, yes, Receive yes, healing. Yes, yes, yes. Receive healing. Yes, yes, yes. Receive healing. Yes, yes, yes. Mental conditions. Mental conditions. Professor. Any madness that the devil wants to visit on you. I block it in the name of Jesus. Be healed. Yes. Camaronios. Father, we thank you for healing, for the blessing of healing, for the blessing of healing of our minds, of our lives, of our understanding, of our sights, of our hearing, for the blessing of healing of our lives. Clap your hands for Jesus. Keep clapping your hands. Keep clapping your hands. You may be seated. 